Welcome back. What's up, all my thickums out there? Listen, give me like 45 seconds, uh, just some housekeeping real quick, and then I swear I'll get y'all that beat. So anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all your well wishes and congrats and feedback in regard to episode one. I'm just as excited as you are, and hopefully we can keep that momentum going forward. But listen, do me a favor. Um, you know we're on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Plays, Overcast, Pop. All your favorite listening platforms. Go ahead, like, subscribe, follow, share, and uh, you know, send it out to somebody who hadn't heard the show yet. Another thing, this is a bi-weekly podcast for now, so you hear from us every other Thursday. Follow us on our Instagram and Twitter accounts. We'll be dropping uh, teasers in between time. And lastly, before I drop that beat, please make sure that you register to vote so that you can not only vote but also serve on juries because juries are composed of registered voters in the parish or the county where you live. We need your voice to be heard not only through the ballot, but also in the jury room. So please don't skip out on jury duty. Your voice may make the difference in somebody's life. Uh, without further ado, I'm going to give that beat because I know that's what y'all been wanting. Oh. Thick niggas. Hey, welcome back to Lid on Thick, the podcast about relationships from a thick point of view. First of all, y'all know good and damn well this is the best podcast intro you would hear anywhere. Ain't nobody getting it like we get it over here on Lid on Thick. Secondly, you're seconds away from episode two, birthday sex of bus. The reason it's called that, let me tell you. Am I wrong for not wanting to take a platonic friend on a sexy ass trip? My birthday trip to be exact. I mean, any other trip may be cool, but if we gonna be platonic, I don't know about these birthday trips. So we had to have a tough conversation with my former, maybe again one day travel base Cedric. And um, by the end of the show, we'll see if his buddy pass be renewed. But I'll let y'all get in this beat real quick before we dive on in. Woo, turn my shit up. Hey. Episode 2, Birthday Sex are Bust. Let's get into it. Let me tell you about my friend Cedric. So I'm live on location here uh, somewhere north of Dallas, south of Oklahoma, uh, where Cedric now lives. Met Cedric a few years ago. He lived around the corner from my mom. When uh, She stays here in Dallas. So whenever I come home to visit, I would spend a lot of time with Cedric. Uh, we started off, I guess, maybe... Uh, exploring the intimate side and that delved into more of us just becoming friends we found that we had common interests outside of all that and we just developed an organic friendship uh, so fast forward a few years after a few trips um, was it last year for my birthday year before last for my birthday uh, we're going to Peru and before my before the trip as a birthday celebration here in Dallas with my family and friends from here and uh, Cedric came and it was kind of monumental because Cedric is the only dude other than my last long-term relationship that I've ever brought around my family and friends because I consider family and friends a sacred space you don't let everybody come into that right so the birthday dinner Cedric was extra I mean he was landed on thick it was obvious to my family it was obvious to my friends I was like okay so y'all you know y'all really doing the thing I mean and I didn't ask him to come in and act, act like my boyfriend or nothing but like you know 
it went from holding hands on the table, rubbing my thigh under the table, playing footsie, looking adorably to my eyes, like everybody knows this. So I was like, all right, cool, you know, we on to something. Next day he had a housewarming party, my sister came. There was this other guy hanging around. <laughs> And towards the end of the party, I was like, you know, waiting because I was like, you know, Cedric gonna be my man. So, you know, it's only right that I call out the party with him, right? But the other dude was sitting there waiting too. Like, who was just having to stare off? Like, okay, well, who's gonna leave first? So eventually I was like, you know what? Maybe this is one of his friends from home uh, that's just staying over or whatever because we didn't talk about that. So, fast forward, we in Peru, this wonderful Afro Peruvian restaurant. And uh, I asked Cedric, I was like, look. I'm asking you a question. Whatever you say after this has no bearing on our friendship. We'll still be boys, but I need to know for my own sanity. Like, what are we doing? Where are we? Uh, you know, I like you. I'm kind of sweet on you. I've been feeling this way for a while. You feel the same way. Without skipping a beat, Cedric was like, nope. <laughs> and I was in a restaurant like, someone please call 911. And like, you know, face broke, but I'm keeping it together. Like, all right, cool. You know, the rest of the trip went off, went out of hitch. We were still cool or whatever. Um, got home, nothing changed outwardly, but I was a little conflicted because I was like, okay, well, maybe I need some time to gather myself and figure out, you know, what, not what's wrong per se, but um, where I want to be in this relationship, with this friendship, right? And I already told him that it's not going to change anything, so I need to do work on myself because I was feeling some type of way. And, you know, I found out that the dude who I had to stare off with at the party was, uh, you know, a, another situation ship, you know what I'm saying? So I felt a little flayed, I ain't gonna lie about that. So the next trip, um, this is not a proud moment in my life, but Cedric got disinvited, not for any reason because I didn't like him, but just because like, I didn't want to mix those boundaries. I wasn't ready, y'all, I had to heal, like I had to, you know grow up in that moment and, and that's one thing i can't appreciate about him is that moment made me grow up and be like you know what i recognize that this isn't what i thought it was going to be but it still is something it's still something valuable and i shouldn't throw away the friendship just because we're not progressing to a relationship like somebody doesn't have to be in love with you to be your friend so uh anyway that's my take my experience with cedric um i've taken enough time with my intro so i'm gonna let him give his take on it all right Cedric, you're on. All right. Well, that was very, very interesting to hear. So one thing I'll say about our friendship, from the first time that we hung out, I was very comfortable. And then when it became an ongoing thing, like, okay, when he comes into town, he's letting me know he's coming to town, we're making plans. Like, there's no way that he's coming to Dallas without seeing me. I got very comfortable. And that might explain the whole birthday dinner thing. When I'm very comfortable around friends, when we're having a, like a naturally good time, I'm, I'm, I let loose. Like I'm a, I'm a tourist, let's say that. And I'm very stubborn at times and I don't trust a lot of people. But if I'm comfortable around you, I'm comfortable. So if that, if that came off as flirting, holding hands, rubbing legs under the table, I mean, it was the inside of my thigh, though. Like, you were close to the honeypot. Listen, my <laughs> honeypot. But no, I've always enjoyed our time together. But one thing, I don't think, even with the intimacy, one thing that I always knew that we would be good friends, even at the beginning of just talking on the, the Red app, I knew we would be good friends. I don't think I ever thought of you as relationship type. 
and it had nothing to do with you yourself because you had all the checks. Nice job, nice house, family oriented, great guy. The one thing that threw me off, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, is I remember driving home, and that might have been one of our first conversations. I was driving to Oklahoma and I was on the phone with him. And I want to say 94% of the conversation was about a crazy ex. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. So, like that right there, me, I'm very blunt and upfront about things. And I don't really understand, like, the whole crazy ex situation. And in my head, I'm, I was thinking, like, why haven't you beat him up and just it been, like, done? Because, like... I, I can't I can't understand an ongoing thing. So I don't hundred percent remember the conversation in Peru, I guess to establish what we were. But that definitely sounds like me. Just <laughs> no, we're we're friends. That's it is what it is. Mind you, we have been on several trips together and nothing has ever happened on the trip. And I, I mean I never thought I never thought anything intimate about the trip. Like we had all the surroundings of intimacy because our trips are very nice I, I'll give him that he knows how to plan a nice little trip but I don't know I just he's always been a friend to me and I was very heartbroken when I was disinvited um, from the last trip but I, again I understand he had to work on himself so I'm, I am very glad that we were able to talk about it and that it didn't change our friendship but let's lay it on Vic y'all let's, let's talk about the real there was some assumptions that you had leaning into uh, your disinvitation from the trip. Hmm. What were your assumptions? So it was not an assumption. You worded it incorrectly when you disinvited me because you flat out told me that it's your birthday trips and you expect sex. <laughs> and since I was not having sex with you, you wanted to invite someone that would possibly have sex with you, I guess. All right. All right. I don't know. But I was disinvited for that reason. And that's what, <laughs> that's what broke my heart was that reason. Which, okay, you, you, you corrected it. But I feel like I've had a lot of gay friends. And when something didn't work out sexually, those friendships ended. Mm. And I never thought of you like that. Like, uh, to be that type of person. So when you did that, like, I felt some type of way. I even made a post on Facebook about it. I blocked them from seeing it, so whatever. But <laughs> I was like, Wait. I was very, I was, like, very mad about it. I was very mad. Oh, baby, like, okay, wait, what did the post say? The post said, so I guess I'm going to have to find a new travel bay. Apparently, I'm uninvited because I won't have sex. And it was... I mean, it wasn't nothing special. Everybody, <laughs> like everybody's jokes was like, I mean, well, at least is he at least paying for the trips? No. <laughs> now maybe if you have paid for my trips, because I mean they, they are they are pricey trips. I might have been inclined to give you a little something, something. Like, Thank you. Um, but no, but no, that was my post. It was it was I was a, I was. Oh, you know, let me say again, like I'm so sorry. I I try to. Um, take extra measures to make sure I'm not offensive or uh, just even mean to people. Right. Mm -hmm. that's, that's just not my nature. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and with that situation, I want, <laughs> I wanted to handle that with kid gloves because again, I had to realize like, look, 
DJ Desert, he just had to grow up in this situation. Like, this is not his fault. This is a you issue. And um, while it is true I had to take time to work on myself, it is also true that I had foregone birthday sex because I didn't want to um, – I didn't want to feel too pushy. On one of our trips, you made a remark about uh, basically you were prepared for that. I think that was in Ghana, and but in so Ghana I, was, I wasn't. It was what? okay, but in Ghana I also got really sick. Oh yeah, uh, I ate some suya <laughs> off the street, like the meat kebabs or whatever. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think that's what did it. I don't think it was the actual food; it was just a spice. And uh, I had stomach issues for about. <laughs> Half the trip. So <laughs> like, y'all got some more tissue? But yeah, so um, that ruined that. And I was like, damn it, I ain't getting none. But I didn't, again, I trust, with, and, and you are so much more to me than that. But at the same time, I was like, look, I'm used to having this on my birthday. And <laughs> the thing is, for the past couple of years, I have not had it on my birthday. And it's starting to flood with me. So Maybe we can go on other trips, but just not the birthday trip. Because, again, I don't want to get my hairs crossed, my lines crossed, because the birthday is a special time for me. And if I'm spending intimate time with someone who I can't be intimate with, uh, it can spell disaster. Like, not for you, because you clearly don't hear it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but for me, that's, you know, that's emotional confusion. So, again, I apologize. And that, that may be the... What they people call it the toxic part of being a tourist is, like you said, I, I made the comment that I was prepared for that. Like, that sounds like something I would say. Like, even though I only see you as a friend, like, we have been intimate before. So if it would have went down, it would have went down. And that would have not changed anything <laughs> in my head. I would have still... Well, we could, you, it could have literally went down, and then the next day you had that same conversation in Peru, and I probably would have said, "We just friends." Like, <laughs> but it's just like I know, I know how to separate the two. Like, I don't know, I don't get, I don't get too, I don't know, I'm not that person. You can compartmentalize. Yeah. Now, I mean, some people can. So, uh, again, the Virgo in me would not allow for me to like. I'm not. I'm really not good at uh, friends or benefits. Like, either you're a friend or you just a benefit or you my boo. But you can't be all three or two of the three. You know, like you you have to be one or the other because sooner or later, if I'm spending that much time with you and right. being connected with you intimately, I'm going to get my lines crossed. And, right. and let me clarify this too. I did not invite anyone else on any other trip that I took. I took those trips solo. That's a lie. Someone was invited and didn't didn't show up or something, but <laughs> someone was invited. He wasn't intimate. No, okay, so he was not an intimate friend. Um Jay is strictly a friend from college, old roommate. Um, we have never done anything sexual, never looked at him in a sexual way. Um, and he is someone, okay. But, my, but that's what that's what also added to my frustration was after you told me that because I was uninvited for, because you wanted to have, you know, possible birthday sex or whatever. <laughs> but then you invited somebody that you've never had sex with and that probably didn't think to ha weren't going to have sex with them. So then you replaced me with me. So I'm so confused. <laughs> okay, so the thing is, so the difference between you and him is I, I'm i not attracted to him, and he's not. There's no danger of me crossing wires, like getting my wires crossed with him, right? Because he's I don't see him in a sexual way. We've never had sex. We never will have sex. Um, and he is strictly just a friend. And here's the other thing, too. You offered um, a suggestion. It was like, okay, well, I can still go, and you can have your birthday sex. I don't care. And 
I just don't think that's fair to you. I mean, not that you're missing out on my birthday, say. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't. I didn't think it was fair to either one because number one, I could not have sex in the same place where you are. Just because, even though we're, we're friends and we've you know had these conversations, uh, we've moved past that. But just because of who you are and what you were and what we've, what we've done and been through, um, I would not feel comfortable having sex with you around or even meeting someone while you're around. Actually, when we were... Um, I say trust me, because people was throwing it at you like I wasn't there, okay? So, I mean, I don't see the problem. They thought I was rich because I'm fat. Like, yes, <laughs> they was like, oh, we eat Listen, every day. I was hot garbage, apparently, because they... <laughs> I got no attention while everybody was throwing it at you. And I was just like, well, why can't he throw it at me, though? Like, they do. Like, I was like, maybe I could teach him something. Like, maybe you could show him what you see because he obviously ain't seeing it. Like, ain't nothing they can teach me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, so uh, that's one thing. I would not feel comfortable meeting someone and having sex with you around. And the other thing, too, is um, if the shoe were on the other foot, even, I mean, being honest, even today, if the shoe were on the other foot and we're on the trip and you're like, I'm going to meet this dude, I'd be like, wait, what? Even though I ain't pay for your trip. <laughs> right. But it's funny because, like, on, on our trips, I do not, like, I'm not, and I know a lot of my friends do, like, when they plan for trips or whatnot, that's one thing on their mind. They might meet somebody. It might go down, whatever. Like, that's not a thought in my head. Like, I mean, I guess if it happened, it happened, but I definitely never think about, like, oh, I might need somebody in Peru. I might not, like, I'm not, like, I'm literally excited about going away with my friend. And that's yeah. it. Like, and knowing I'm going to enjoy myself with just being around my friend. So, I don't know. But, I again, I wouldn't mind if you, hey, got your little. I just couldn't do it. Because the whole time I'd be like, see, Sandy, is not that bad. Bye. Look. Bye. <laughs> But no, um, but I just wouldn't feel comfortable with that. But let me tell you though, too, that was very refreshing about you, is that we did go on trips, and even though it's something that I subjectively wanted from you, it's nothing that I would present because I'm the consummate boat, right? Like our debutante, depending on <laughs> depending on who's on the other side. But <laughs> but like, uh, so that's nothing I never present to you, and just let it happen organically. And when it didn't. I wasn't disappointed. I was just like, oh, but you know, I wasn't really disappointed, <laughs> but um, it was refreshing to not have that pressure. And I thought it was, you're kind of an anomaly because um, a lot of people do. And I've been good to it myself. When you go on a trip, be like, okay, well, I'm going to sample the food, the music, the liquor and the people. Mm. And uh, I've never met someone who was not minded, uh, conscious of that when they went on the trip. Like, you know, I'm going to go mm. sample some, you know, uh, Ghanaian peen or <laughs> <laughs> some uh, Peruvian peen or right. uh, Dutch peen in Amsterdam or whatever you'd like. <laughs> but um, so when you weren't like that, and I have to remember, like, everybody is not like, I ain't going to say I'm like that, but like, <laughs> I have to remember, like, he's not me. He's not my friends. And so when you weren't, actively presenting that you were seeking uh that from anybody i was just like is he waiting till i go to sleep to go have sex with people because i mean clearly that's what you do on trips first of all i'm pretty <laughs> sure i would sleep before you all right uh late night what was it the beach what beach did you go to labadi beach labadi beach okay and again another place why i'm glad i was not because apparently he people were throwing it out at the beach as well so 
hear me? Like, I wish you were there so people would be like not throwing it at me because <laughs> I was like, listen, I don't have enough CDs for all y'all, okay? Because <laughs> that's what you want. You money. think I got money? Money, money, money bags. Money I wish. Bags. Well, I receive it. I receive it. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about another reason why I, I wasn't being as authentic as I should have when we had that conversation about um, your quote disinvitation, which really wasn't a disinvitation. It was a postponement, um, in service, if you will. <laughs> but another reason why I had to take so long to get myself together to figure out where I want to be in this relationship is because uh, your other friend who shall remain nameless, <laughs> when I put two and two together and figure out who, because he never told me exactly who that friend was to him. Um, but that's an ongoing situation that you had. And at the time, you had been complaining somewhat about your friend for all intents and purposes as a loser. And so when I figured out that that's who the person was and it wasn't that you were his friend. It was, I'll be honest. It was that he was getting it and I wasn't. I was like, oh, no, nah, you got So you can't. That's why you don't have nice things. So, <laughs> so you were upset because all this time that I have described this person, even though you, I guess, didn't know who he was, I prefaced him as a loser. Then you found out that he was a loser that I was giving some. Right. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That I makes was sense like, girl. Now keep in mind A background dancer girl You don't love yourself <laughs> <laughs> You don't love yourself Ooh, and eyes, honey. <laughs> Keep in mind though <laughs> How long have we known each other now? It's been about four years Oh they still laughing It's been four years Yeah, yeah. It was really funny It was about four years Now keep <laughs> in mind I've known this friend for twice as long as that And that friend did not start getting any Until like year six of knowing each other. And I don't even know why that was, just to leave that at that. But again, that's one of the, the situations I was just talking about where I can compartmentalize, like, he's my friend, even though we've done that, we do that, whatever. Like, I can, he could literally ask me the same question that you asked in Peru and he would get the same answer. Yeah. So. And, and I understand that. And I, I don't want this to seem like it's a thing of woe is me. Uh, right. uh, why him, not me? Uh, and again, I was in a different place it's mentally. It's right, <laughs> but it's just right for you. <laughs> that might be the lead out song. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was in a different place mentally than I am now. Like I said, yeah, I had to grow up. And I realized, which is one of the reasons why um, this relationship is still going on on my end, is because I had to realize this is a Desert problem, not a Cedric problem. Oh, I and Ryan. I know. And one of my friends brought that up before. I was like, I know. Like, the, <laughs> co- the towels would be so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, you know what's funny? I think we had a conversation about this before, though. Like, now that I'm thinking about the whole loser or whatever the case may be with this friend. Y'all names don't even rhyme but at all. I think we had a conversation about this before, about the fact that... Certain certain people like ourselves, where I feel like we're both established, we work, we have nice things, blah blah. Like, we always want the wrong people. Yeah, we always give our time to the wrong people. Right. And I don't know why. I don't know why that is. And I don't know because again, I know he's the wrong person. Like I know it would never be more than a friendship. Um, but I do know that at this current time. 
we kind of do relationship things and we're not in a relationship and I don't like that. So yeah. I don't know how to ease that back into more friendship because like with you going out to eat, traveling together, this is just like, I genuinely enjoy that. It's generally fun. And I know there's no mistaking that for dating. Right. But on this friend's end, even though I'm looking at it as we go out to eat, we haven't traveled together or anything. Go out to eat, we do things, and I'm thinking I'm hanging with my friend. I know he's thinking this is bay time. Right. It's not. So. Yeah, I haven't had that conversation to clarify. Oh, we've had that conversation multiple times. Like, Like I've told you, I'm very blunt, and I definitely, I don't want someone to end up looking stupid like don't when i when i pop up with a whole husband and kid like don't <laughs> don't be like hold on we've been together no we haven't but would you would you send him an invitation to your wedding i would not <laughs> i i actually truly know that if i was to be in a serious relationship that that would end our friendship for him because he doesn't know how to separate okay yeah so is he uh what's his sign i don't know Ugh. june he was born in june he might be a cancer the late june or early june like 14th okay i don't know let me look it up i think cancer starts on like 22nd or something like that but i mean okay so gemini gemini okay okay so i don't know too much about them but um yeah you can't i think the difference in our and i'm not gonna speak for him because i don't know him like that uh and i have nothing against him but um with me after we had that conversation i was able to i I accept things right so like i accept things where they are i'm i'm very pragmatic practical and i was like okay hey look this is where it is this is what it ain't get yourself together get your mind right because you know you're someone who i I still have feelings for as a friend i still love you as a friend so i was like i don't want to put him in an awkward situation let me do the work on myself and also give me something for my birthday <laughs> and it, if it makes y'all feel any better i was invited this year but covid ruined right. our plan so it was one of my trips that uh you weren't on um i went to mexico city and i was the whole time i was there i was like i wish cedric was here and that's when i really was like i gotta get over myself because i'm i'm it never was a thing of me wanting to hurt you or deprive you about nanny nanny boo you can't come with me because you ain't giving me nothing no uh i was like i don't know how this will feel being in this space with him and having after have that conversation and now finding out about you know said person um i just don't know how this feel but when i was there i was like i kind of miss cedric and i was like i'm sharing i'm finding these new things and having these experiences but nobody i want to share them with but you I was like, okay, so you got to get it together. Like this, you, you know, this is your friend, but all the other little pieces, you got to put that together and do the work yourself before COVID happened. And, um, I said, Hey, let's go here. Part of it was cause like I've been here, even though it was, a, it was still a cool trip by myself. But I was like, I want him to see that. Like, I want you to experience this. Like you'll love it. I know you're going to love the churros. I know you're going to love these fish tacos. Like, he he only want me to go on trips with him because I eat just as much as he does. <laughs> and we I was both willing to try, try different foods. You always down. Literally. I appreciate that. But uh, I don't want to keep the people too long, but I do want to say with this relationship, this friendship has has made me grow up. And I really appreciate it 
about you and you don't realize the things that you're talking about just being yourself and authentic to yourself. Like, yeah, I wish things would have turned out differently at the time, but now I'm grateful for what it did because you really caused me to show up. And one thing I really appreciate about people and relationships is when it can show me something and teach me something. Cause not, not a lot of people can teach me anything. <laughs> and I'm not saying like, you know, people are just, you know, I'm so far up here or whatever, but, um, there are a lot of things that I know and lessons that I've learned that can only be taught by, uh, people who have that license, people who operate in that space of someone of influence to me. Right. right. And that's when I realized like, this is more important than just us being romantically involved. Right. And, um, I can appreciate it. I had to sit up in that moment, stand up in my truth, be authentic. And when we had the conversation, you led the conversation like, so I was going to unfriend you and we were not going to be friends anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> I decided that it's worth us having the conversation. I was like, so I must mean something to him. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely quick to, I don't know what grounds. I don't like, I don't like having conversations about things that I just don't feel like are, you should be having conversations about as an adult. Like if we are friends, I shouldn't have to say, Hey, we're friends. And this was a rude way for you to disinvite me. So I'm definitely quick to cut people off, but I will say, I am glad we did have that conversation because a lot of times on app, social media, how do you meet somebody? Um, when it doesn't work out romantically, then that just severs everything. And there have been, I'll admit, there have been times where I will be on app, social media, whatever, and I would generally be looking for friends. But when it doesn't work out, whatever way, the other party is like, I'm good. Like, okay. But I'm glad that our friendship remained strong four years, four years now. Yeah, four years now. Yeah. Um, and I can't say too much more, but, you know, I appreciate the fact that you did. I knew how hard it was for you to say that for like to, to come with that conversation. And that meant a lot to me that you even want to have that conversation. Cause I know that, you know, you, you lay down the law and people get the ax and they don't even know it. And so I felt privileged <laughs> that I was at least, cause you was like, yeah, I just want to give you a chance to, you know, speak for yourself and, <laughs> and make things right. And I was like, Oh, well, you know, at least he's considering the relationship. Like it's worth more to you than just a quick cut. And it was worth more than me too. That's why I did the work, you know? And, um, this podcast is all things thick from a thick point of view, but at its essence and its core it's about relationships. And I think right now, uh, number one, I'm not in, any position to be throwing away friends, right? Cause I, I, I keep my circle small and I realized early on that like, you're someone I want in my circle. And, um, I was willing to fight with myself to preserve that. And I'm glad you were willing to, um, I don't want to say humble yourself, but <laughs> sacrifice a little bit to have a, com a meaningful conversation with me, even though it was uncomfortable for you and kind of uncomfortable for me, but that's what being grown is like, that's what, you know, friendships in your thirties are like, I'm only 21. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, we work through it like adults. That's part of having an adult relationship, adult conversations, not being afraid to have the hard conversations, and we're all the better for it. So, um, Cedric, what's your takeaways from this? Anything you got from it? I took away that apparently I'm a bad bitch. No. <laughs> I, no, I really didn't know that you was feeling me like that. So that was a, an interesting take, and I'm glad you were open with that. Um, I don't know. I just, I really did, really and truly did not 
know your feelings towards what could have been between us. Yeah. Um, All right, let me ask you this. Um, if you had it to do over again, would you? I'll do whatever again. <laughs> uh, you're right. Let me be more specific. I mean, it's like, would you have both your men at a party together? Would you, <laughs> Cedric, will you be my trouble again? <laughs> I need you down on one knee with a passport. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I'm definitely gonna be a trouble again. Um, but I really want to know what would I do whatever again. Oh, would you travel with me again? Uh, knowing what you if, knowing what you know now, if you knew that then, would you travel with me again? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, would you do anything differently? It was. I do anything differently. I'd give you something on your birthday. Oh, I'd I would have been very appreciative. <laughs> uh, I would have been more upfront and authentic, and not. You know, I get so bogged down and worried about like being offensive or hurting somebody's feelings or just somewhat how you may feel or think about things I just end up betraying my own authenticity and so I'd have been more authentic and you know told you where I was with my head right well, not with my head right <laughs> you know that but anyway um <laughs> let me ask you this are you currently dating I am not okay are you on any apps I am not you're not not on the red app anymore I'm not on the red app. I haven't been on the red app in forever. I was on Hinge recently. I've been hearing about that. I've deleted it already. Oh, it's funny. It's the same people. It's not the same people. Um, but I think my issue is always going to be my location. I'm yeah. in nowhere. But even that is, it's the same. It may not be the same people, but it's the same interaction as the other apps. Oh. Like it, talk for a day. That's about it. It doesn't go anywhere. I mean, I've been on Tinder. Um, I, I'm be honest, been authentic once again, because um, that's what I do now. I checked the red app when I got to your driveway, and there are a few people. I mean, I could make some suggestions. Um, for instance, here's one, and I can tell you he's a ball of fun on dates because we've been on a date. <laughs> Let me read you this app. Did you just make a, a suggestion to I am making this. Since we friends, oh, we didn't do anything with. with. We didn't do anything together. Right. So let me read you the profile. He is hashtag bear, hashtag guy next door. He's into hashtag geeks, daddies, discreet, chubs, chasers. I'm open to friendships, relationships, random play, NSA dates, chat only, networking, bottom versatile. Next. Can I see the picture? Yeah. Like... <laughs> so now you're playing games <laughs> But he's like only you, Now you're playing games Because you already know I know that person Or I know of that person And that would never be Well do you know him or the twin Because they're I, both on Different apps It's confusing But See and that's another thing Like all these labels Like Bears Geeks Daddies I'm a man looking for a man That's it Like It's too much These labels are too much all right. So, anything else you want to leave the people with before we go? Mm. I don't know. Just communication. 
just communicate. Like, yeah. like you said, I'm glad that I was willing to have the conversation and not just instantly cut you off like I do. Um, I feel like you know in your head whether a person or a person, friend, whatever the case may be, um, is worth having a conversation with, or if you should just cut them off. Like, you, you know the difference between the ones that y'all friendship probably wasn't anything to begin with anyway, yeah. so just cut them off. But if it's worth something, then definitely communicate. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't say anything better, man. Um, I believe that you don't have to say this to me. You're looking in my eyes right now. That look you gave me at dinner. <laughs> Such, I know you love me somewhere in there. And <laughs> you don't even have to tell me because I know it takes a lot for you to be vulnerable like that. So I'm going to help you out. Uh, because the, how I know that is because love is sacrificial and it causes you to sacrifice yourself. And for both of us having those hard conversations where we normally would not do that with people, is a sacrifice. We had to sacrifice our own pride, our own ego to have those conversations. So I love you too. <laughs> Look, we got to get out of here. It's been long enough and I'm getting hungry. Um, <laughs> all right, Thickums. And now a word. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We now welcome you to In the Thick of It, where the advice is so good it literally constitutes going to church. The doors of the den are now open. All right, fellow victims, our first request comes from Austin in Dallas, and it reads, I've been broken up with my ex for 12 months after a four-year relationship. I met someone 11 months ago and told him I just want to be friends because I'm not over my ex yet. We've been kicking it hard like BFFs and even been sexual. No penetration, just oral. My ex, oh, hold on. <laughs> Child, what? <laughs> uh, oh, okay, um, more power to you, couldn't be me. I mean, that's probably why I can't run for public office, but you know, hey, that's cool though. Uh, my ex hit me up and we've been chatting lately. Should I tell old boy that I've been kicking it with since we broke up that me and my ex are back talking? I don't know what to do. Signed Austin from Dallas. Hey, new friend. Um, keep that same energy and don't do anything. Do nothing. Say nothing. You don't owe that to anyone. You, my friend, are single as fuck. Even though, oh boy, was your ex and the current right now you're doing everything but sex with. Um, still you're single. You're a free agent. Enjoy yourself. Furthermore, heal because it seems like you were ready to like jump head first just because your ex text or called or whatever however he came back to your life he's there now pump the brakes slow down enjoy being single make sure that you are in a good place to even handle uh carrying out a relationship with him and when i say relationship i don't mean just an intimate relationship again i'm resuming what you were before but any type of relationship i mean if it's going to cause you to have a relapse or uh if you can't talk to him without doing so through the lens of the possibility of y'all rekindling something is too soon stop don't go any further and fuck they they both of them you don't have to make a choice you don't have to be in a relationship with anybody they both of them and it seems like you're still healing and i want you to focus on that instead of trying to get over uh, a situation i get over your ex because four years is a long time especially in the gay world right and let me tell you, like coming out of a long term relationship, I came out of a five year one myself. Uh, that's a process, a journey of healing and 
uh, recovery from that. So it's not just so simple as getting over it. So be lenient with yourself and don't place a time limit on that and don't place any unrealistic expectations. That being said, still date and chill out. That's the short answer. Chill out, date, pump the brakes. Don't tell either one of them anything. Why? For what? No, shut up. You don't have to make a choice. You can enjoy both of them or anybody else. You're single. And until you're dating exclusively, I wouldn't give anybody any explanation about anything. Don't go volunteering information. Well, good luck to you, Austin. Okay, victims, it seems like we have time for one more request. And this one comes from Chad from Miami. It's entitled Vain AF. Uh, the AF stands for as fuck. So vain as fuck. And it reads, Dear Deseric, I'm an aspiring model who has literally been grinding and had to get it out the mud. Oh, I feel you on that one, bro. For almost two years, I've been taking my modeling seriously and scheduling my own photo shoots, ordering and coordinating wardrobes, developing concepts for my shoots, growing my own portfolio, and I built a pretty solid online presence, all while footing the bill for myself. At times, it was a struggle, but I really believe in myself, even to the point of booking flights to locations just to get the perfect shot. That's what's up. I booked a few paying gigs through my social media presence in the past, and recently I signed a modeling contract with a reputable agency. I'm so excited that my hard work is being noticed and starting to pay off. However, one of my supposed closest friends has been less than unenthusiastic whenever I share any good news or developments relating to my career. He'll make comments like, well, why are you doing all that? And then stuff like, well, that's cute, I guess. My friend is always the center of attention, mostly because when he isn't, he will make himself the center of attention. When I talk about good news about my career, he is quick to even make that about himself. I've told him about it before and how it makes me feel. I love him, but I'm tired. I've been supportive of him when his endeavors took off and even when he landed a role as a supporting cast member on a reality TV show. Now that it's my turn, I just want my friend to be happy for me too. What should I do? P.S. Love the show. Looking forward to episode two. Hey, new friend. What's up, Chad? Man, thanks for reaching out. Thanks for sending the letter in. Uh, also, thank you for being a listener. I hope that we didn't disappoint you with episode two because here we are now. Um, so in regard to your letter, uh, first of all, your friend, your friend sounds like he's bugging, but I don't want to waste time on him. I think it'd be low hanging fruit to call him a hater or something like that. I don't even like talking about haters, to tell you the truth. I think it's it's overused uh, term, and it puts the focus on that person. And really, at this point, with you, Chad, uh, it really don't matter what he's going through, how he tripping, because this is about you. You have enough information now to make an informed decision for yourself that does not betray your authenticity. Now, what do I mean by that? Betraying your authenticity. You should be able to enjoy the journey. You've worked hard. You've been grinding. Uh, you've been investing yourself, doing all the right steps. You should be able to enjoy this moment in your life and this season, this process. Like, and this journey right now is something that you're going to remember, you know, how it was grinding and uh, trying to get it out the mud when you were just beginning. And there's something sweet about that as well. And I understand, like, I've been there uh, in the process as an entrepreneur and now as a content creator or creative. So that being said, you don't have time to be worried about 
who's really in your corner. I mean, you know, so like if you got to ask, that's one thing too. That's in and of itself. That's you know, uh, giveaway. Like, hey, this is not the person for me. But you're taking to me. It takes energy and focus away from you uh, that you should be enjoying this moment in your life and not having to worry about if a friend is truly a friend. And I'm not. I'm not a fan of summarily dismissing people out your life because I understand, you know, sometimes people are just going through shitty moments in life or just have a shitty character flaw that doesn't make them a wholesale bad person. This may not be a wholesale bad friend for you, but he may not be the friend for you for this journey. You may be losing using that term loosely as well, friend. So watch out for that. I don't know your business like that, but um, <laughs> you may want to assess his value and what you're getting out of the friendship and then, you know, categorize him accordingly. If you don't want to dismiss him, uh, totally out of your life. And I'm not saying either way, you know, I'm just giving you something to think about. Um, but you shouldn't have to be in a position where you have to wonder if somebody's in your corner. If he's always making it about him, let it be about him by himself. Cause you also don't have, you also have, the option to not be in his presence. <laughs> you know that, right? So again, betraying your authenticity, putting yourself in these situations where you know you're going to be feeling uncomfortable or be made to feel some type of way because you've clearly been there before and he has not changed his uh, behavior. So now the burden is on you. Like, what are you going to do with this information? Are you going to continue to be, to feel maybe drained and depleted when you leave him or unsatisfied or unhappy? You know what I'm saying? So he's going to be him. You have the information. So it's only your fault if you keep putting yourself in a position to be disappointed by him. So, and like I said, I wouldn't, I don't subscribe to the notion of just, you know, when somebody pissed you off, go ahead and dismiss much your life, you know, and be like, bye, whatever. No, I mean, you can very well do that. That's your prerogative. And that may be appropriate for you. But um, I would say at least assess where it is and if it's worth another conversation because sometimes like i mean you're a fan of the show now so you understand that i have these conversations and like in this one uh this episode uh towards the end i was like you know it was worth me having the conversation because i want the friendship right i want the friendship i enjoy the relationship i get some out of it he gets some out of it so we're gonna work this out everything about this journey should be i mean it's it gonna be stressful enough at times so you need to de-stress as much as possible, declutter your life as much as possible. And if he's not bringing value to it, then perhaps you should reassess where he fits in your life. Not saying he doesn't fit in at all, but maybe this is just not his season to be a supporting cast member. Good luck to you, man. Reach back out to us. Let us know how everything worked out. Uh, I'm rooting for you. All right, Thickums, if you've been caught in the thick of it and you need some advice, leave it alone and leave it up to us. Slide our DMs on Twitter or Instagram at LayItOnThick. You may also email us at LayItOnThick at gmail.com. Remember, thick is spelled with a Y. You may choose to remain anonymous, and your story might be read on our next episode. I'm your host, Desrick. Thanks for listening. You've been great. This concludes our bi-weekly episode of Lay It On Thick. I'll see you in the DMs.